GeekVersus.com Things are about to get weird. I'm Betty and I'm the woman. This is Tony and I count as the black guy. Casey, generic white dude. This, this is Keith versus, versus Week. And that's going to be it. It's going to turn it over to Tony. Tony P. Anderson, world famous, awesome dude. Thank you, Charles. No, hey, seriously, thank you guys. Thank you so much for coming out. I see some some old friends, some new friends, familiar faces. So thank you all so much. Uh, without further ado, welcome to Geek versus Week, the nerd's eye view of pop culture. Woo! Let me introduce first my co-host. Good friend, uh, the lover of all things hugs, Casey. Mm. Like, virtually none of that's true. <laughs> I can't clap for myself. The man. girl with the candy, Betty. That's me. This is my only accomplishment to date, unfortunately. And special guest, you may have seen him in Z Nation, Sharknado 2, heard him in Mobile Suit, Gundam Iron Blooded, One Piece. He's Chase in Transformers Rescue Bots. Have you watched TV in the past? He's 20 Legion years? in Mass Effect. <laughs> That's my career slowly unwinding on TV over the last 20 years. <laughs> also, Albert Wesker and Resident Evil. Ladies yes. and gentlemen, please make some noise for a special guest, DC Douglas. Thank you. Though you uh, online, I didn't, you didn't clap. I heard you. And you didn't clap. <laughs> and one of you farted. All right. <laughs> that's, that's usually Charles. <laughs> Seriously. he's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh, I've not had a drink yet. This is my problem, and I'm so hungover. Oh goodness, we need to get some more alcohol in you. Then I, well, I, I, I realized literally it was hair of the dog. I, I tried to take an hour nap before I got here uh, oh, because yeah. I, I I ended up in the parking lot at five thirty this. I, I ended at five thirty this morning. I don't know when it began. Probably around two, and I ended up talking to like two. Um, Wait, two p.m. No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No, no. no, I had all. The, I did all my things. I had done my panels. I went to the the, the villains uh, heroes ball thing, oh, nice. and then I wandered to some hotels. We met Carlos Ferro for some drinks, and uh, and then I was gonna go home uh, to my hotel room, and I ended up in the parking lot and talking to two uh, combat veterans and a, a fitness guru, and uh, and they. And I said, you know, I got fireball in the room. Should I bring it down? Because it's nice outside. And they're like, yeah. So I brought it. It was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's 530 in the morning, and we're crying and hugging. And I think I think I need to go to bed now. <laughs> the fireball is always a mistake. It's never never a good move. Only if you can if you know how to pace it, it can be wonderful. But no, I, I've – yeah. I'm done with the fireball. <laughs> but if anybody's got a vodka and ginger ale or 7-Up, I'd take that. <laughs> there was a woman – got a bunch of beers. Where'd you go? You're hiding out. Like I thought – yeah, I was. I thought you were sharing. Yeah, they're, they're drinking. Oh, no beer for me though. Thank you. <laughs> if you had a cider, no. No. Okay. Um, in DC, it was funny. We were talking amongst us in the group, and I said, "Hey, um, we may get to to do a podcast with DC Douglas mm. and Betty." We had headphones on. We're sitting at the table. She's like, "Legion? You mean the Legion? Yeah. The Legion? The Legion? He's gonna put my business out there like that? Embarrass me in front of DC Douglas?" <laughs> you were very excited. I thought it was awesome. You know. Well, I'd already I'd already seen you in like Mass Effect panels and other panels that you'd done, so I knew it was already going to be a wild ride. Oh, <laughs> I could live up to that. <laughs> this is the sedate DC. We're all just going to cuddle. Yeah, we're all pretty. I think I think pretty much everybody like we all had a crazy wild last Saturday. Uh, la- Whoa! Yeah, See? exactly. What night was it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a week ago. You listen. You can only t- you cannot tame the beast. You can only ride the dragon. Oh, nice. thank you, thank you very much. Bobby stickers next year. <laughs> But yeah, we had uh, we didn't even get we didn't get back to the hotel room until like three thirty. DC was just getting started. Yeah, we <laughs> apparently we need to be partying like DC because we are not doing it right. 
um, I I was going to ask you because j- only because Tony brought it up and is putting out my Legion business out there. Um, I do have to tell you, I loved Mass Effect and I always wanted to romance Legion. Well, here I am. And so I'm curious. <laughs> No, I'm not going to do you like that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. This unit to... will be done any way you want it done. <laughs> <laughs> you, you okay? You going to be okay? You know, my face is like really red. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have Betty's husband here today. Um, it's... Oh. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's no, he's, a... it's cool. It's cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's down, man. This, he knows how Dragon Con rolls. This this unit will need to upgrade in order to accommodate you. <laughs> so it's already getting weird. Um, yeah, it's a typical episode. <laughs> I heard you promise some congoers a romantic cruise, and I wanted to hear more about it. What is going on with that? I guess. Yeah, and I, and I, why weren't we invited? That's you, uh, everybody's invited if you got the money. Oh. Um, the thing was, I, I always like have a price list. And I always feel like gross about charging when because there's certain. I go to a lot of anime cons where you know they kind of give you a fee up front, and you just go and you like meet them and you sign for an hour, and then you do panels and you just kind of like enjoy the weekend. But everybody gets to their stuff signed for free, and so it feels it's just a, like a different kind of exchange with these comic cons. It's usually the most shopping mall of signatures, and everything has to be charged. And I'm like, I just hate throwing up like here's my price list, you know. And I'm or as uh, what's uh, uh, Car- uh, Carrie Fisher used to say, she, it was her lap dance time. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, but I, so I'm. Thinking of that, I add things each year to my price list. So last year I had a for a hundred thousand dollars, you could have a romantic cruise with me to Tahiti, <laughs> um, and uh, anything goes. And no one took me up on the offer. Um, but the this year I've uh, I reduced the prices. So now for I think one hundred fifty dollars, I will twerk for you for three thirty seconds. Uh, but the paramedic has to be present. And uh, for three hundred dollars is a lap dance, but no one seems to be reading the fine print, which says, I sit in a chair and you dance. <laughs> and there's a bouncer present. <laughs> I really I really want the twerking, but I might need my dollar back from the donations. <laughs> Charles, can I get that? Can I get some change? It's oh, for a good I, cause. Until I get... Oh, oh. Well, I think we've got everything Let's here. Let's just take from the charity. You didn't give it to me, and I'll twerk for you, people. This is a good cause right <laughs> here. Serving, yeah. But I will need a vodka and seven or ginger ale. Dang it. Yeah. Uh, to, be, to be fair, it was on your rider. Um, it's a bit like Rocky Raccoon yeah. list of stuff that he needs. <laughs> and that leg. And an arm, yeah. It was on the rider. Where are my fresh socks? So. <laughs> I'm sorry we didn't get it for you. Uh, again, I thought, you know, she brought back beers. Uh, I thought yeah. she was going to get it. Yeah, so. so it's really your fault, I guess, apparently. Ma'am, what's your name? So sorry, Miss. Thanks, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Stephanie. Uh, typical Stephanie move. Are you guys all related? You just like all the pretty girls hang together. <laughs> That's Man, how you dude. flirt, by the way, guys. Dude, you're so yeah. <laughs> Take some notes. Um, what? I feel bad because I brought I brought this is actually like leftover rum from last night mixed with Coke, so it tastes so wrong. Ew! And I just just I'm a I'm a saver. I want to save my liquor. It's pragmatic. It's very pragmatic. Save, yeah, save, save the liquor. liquor. Anyone that wants to donate their old liquor to me, even if it's mixed and something weird. Um, Daniel actually last night ended up mixing what is mellow ooh, yellow Fanta ooh. and tequila. Hey. Oh God! Oh, and he called Wait, it glower. Really making me ill right oh, now. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't ever do that. That's the wrong way to do Dragon Con. Yeah. Now it is the last night, so yeah, time to get toasted 
Or, well, I'm actually blowing it out. Oh, that's okay. Well, I, I'm going to have a blowout. Um, how much I, is that? Yeah, it's, really, yeah, it's a very expensive and messy. Um, but I'm having a uh, – I go out tonight in style. My final panel is my show. It's the thing – it's actually, I think, the only reason they keep having me back. It's my third year here. And it's my uh, notorious, erotic, zombie-related fanfic show. Oh, um, yeah. And it's a 90-minute show. It starts at 10 o'clock in the Westin, uh, Augusta B through D, uh, for bondage and discipline. And uh, it's um, and it's audience participation. So you're not just sitting there for 90 minutes being passive. I need you guys to help me. Um, and by the end of it, we'll all be pregnant. So um, if you're free, and uh, if you also happen to be a fan of zombie-related materials, maybe something I was in, you should come to the show. How did you... Stop plotting, please. <laughs> How did that even come to be? Like, what was the... Well, I'll tell, the, I tell the story in the panel. I can't really... Okay. If I tell you the story, I have to reveal certain things that I could also legally get in trouble with. So I try to, like, just be real chill about it all. Gotcha. So if I'm chill, then they're going to be chill. And so that's kind of the... And when I say they, I mean lawyers. So, so to hear, <laughs> hear the story, we've got to come out tonight, yeah, exactly. 10 o'clock. But, but it was fan-driven. Literally, it was. So the, the fans are the ones that started like you know sending me things, and then it just evolved. And, uh, and it started as like a 20-minute little thing I did in uh, Florida Supercon uh, three or four years ago. Four years ago. Oh, my God. Five years ago. Oh, my God. Wow. I think it was five years ago. Um, but it was like a really short little thing. I tried it out, and like everyone said, oh, that was great. You should make it longer. Well, lo and behold, it got – last time I did it, it was over two hours because it got, because the audience, there's so much audience participation, it got just a little out of control. And I'm like, I think I need to cut it back now. <laughs> so I've tightened it up. It's a tighter show tonight. This is going to be probably the best version of it. So Awesome. Yeah. No pressure. And we're staying at the way. Can you just bring it up to our room? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah man. It's all up. Does it get as weird as it possibly can get? <laughs> oh, Thank you. You've seen it. Oh, how many here? How many people here have seen seen it? Oh, this oh is awesome. wow, that amazing awesome. road. That awesome. And should they all come? Yes. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's wrong? Why? Oh, you what? didn't see it. Whoa! Oh, oh well, so you don't have to get up at ten tonight. Yeah, I was like, what time's well, the panel? Still- yeah, <laughs> you'll be in bed by midnight. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel better. Um, stop bringing the room down, man. Yeah. Everyone else is going to come. <laughs> It's uh, it's his dog's funeral tomorrow, and oh, he geez. has to drive to New York for oh. that. And... Well, I'll read something erotic for your dog tonight, okay? So... <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you oh, – bring... that'll bring the room down. I just thought of something. There's, I, I had a... – I'll just say it. Um, yeah, I was going to say, my little just PSA, go for it. my little PSA moment is I, I saw a girl come th- uh, to my line today and walking around. She's got a comfort dog, I guess, with her, but this dog is looks very underfed and uh, tail down, and um, and she dyes it the hair color for uh, – but she says it's the safe dye, but it's like that's not what you do to animals. Guys, never – don't cosplay with your animals, um, and, uh, and I don't think she knows how to treat this animal correctly because uh, she does like the little annoying tap on the head thing when she's referring to her dog and it's like do you like being tapped on the head like that dog doesn't either and i gave it a little affection and it was one of those moments where the dog was like like didn't like like anything and once i started it went like like it's so affection starved so if you see her walking around the walk of fame or anywhere in this con you'll notice her she's punch her in the face i just well no no i think that i mean she I don't know. I just she may be somewhere on the scale or something, but she she needs to be. Somebody needs to take her aside and like really tell her how to treat that dog right. It just upset me so much. I had to say something. Sorry. You know, I hey, man, you, you got to let that stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> and when we we dropped by the Walk of Fame and saw, and you mentioned it to us, and then as we walked out, oh, did I? Oh, you sorry, did? No, on. no, no. <laughs> it bears repeating because uh, we ran. I saw her on the way out, and the, the dog did. I was like, oh, there's the dog, man. It you can tell, right? Pitiful. Yeah. yeah. Is it like the she taps him like the dog whisperer, like she. 
No, she's like going, you just want attention, don't you? Oh, that like, doesn't feel good like, at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like she's in jealous of her dog in some way. So there's this weird, like, I don't know if there's a Munchausen thing or whatever going on. Whatever they call that syndrome where you, yeah, you try to get, yeah. And, oh, what a monster. <laughs> I feel like we're being educated. I'm not bummed out. I feel like I didn't even realize this was like a thing. Thank you for bringing light to it. Which I, I don't think I don't. But Munchausen, I think, is the one where if you're a prisoner of somebody, you learn to love them. Like you become that, attached to that's them. Stockholm. That's Stockholm. So it is Munchausen. Munchausen, yeah, Munchausen. where you makes your child ill or or stuff, yeah. so you can get attention when you go to the yes. hospital. Yes. Yeah. I am really bummed out. Never mind. Sorry, and you asked me to go there. Bring me a vodka seven. I will talk about my penis all night long. All right. <laughs> or come out of the show ten o'clock. I'm going to totally yeah. just hard left. I, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> you were Superman for four seconds. Oh wow, that was a hard left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot too. The hard left. No, yeah, you Superman were Superman for four oh. seconds. <laughs> we all ultimately are for four seconds. <laughs> and Top then- of the world. And then followed by the words, no, too soon. No, sorry. <laughs> um, and a Family Guy cutaway of a Justice oh, yeah, League yeah. Family Guy cutaway. Um, where they're talking- We're the super friends. Yes. That was my line. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. So since you bring that up, did they We're call done. you We're in? done. We're done with that one. We move on. That was it. <laughs> did they call you in just for the like, it was like, hey, we need a. They, you know, I don't know how. I've got to talk to other voice actors about that because that was, it was kind of, it's a strange experience. The um, first off, they've, because they've, They've got these booths built into this office. They're not built in. They're like they're mobile booths in these offices, regular corporate offices. And uh, you have a little weight there. And, you know, he's, he's, partic- he's particular. And uh, I think he also likes to do a lot of the own voices and stuff like that. But he's just Seth MacFarlane. I'll say it. I don't know. I, I've, I've, I mean, I only met him over the, you know, at the booth and all of that. So I'm sure he's probably, he seems like an awesome guy. I can't wait to see Orville. I've auditioned, yeah, yeah. I auditioned for that and didn't get it. Um, but uh, he... Uh, uh, no, so it's like he like really tr- so you had me, had me in for that. Um, I auditioned for that. Oh no, actually, you don't audition. You you audition uh, remotely. Um, you send it to your agent, and then they book it. And so I went in and I did that line. But I'll tell you what this is. So I do that line, <laughs> and I'm like, "Woo, all right." So maybe uh, I'll be back in. I didn't. I don't really watch a lot of TV. And then somebody said, "You know, actually, there's been probably about 20 different Supermans on that show." And I'm like, "Oh, oh." And then I got another audition. Um, but this one, they, they needed you to go into audition, and it was for a Star Wars uh, spoof episode because I love Star Wars so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was literally one line that they fired the last voice actor from because he couldn't do the line right. And by the way, I don't remember the line, <laughs> but it was nothing that – but they get so – the casting person is telling my agent, and then the cast person tells me and sends me an email and goes, just be really make sure that you know the line because they've just had to fire the last guy and all that. I'm like, Jesus, all over one line. So, of course, I get there, and the first thing is is I'm all, like, like stressed out by it. I go in there, and I, I do the line the first time right, but not the right sound. And he's like, yeah, can you try it again? Blah, blah, blah. And, like, and then I go, and then after that, I was done. I, like, I kept screwing up the line after that because it's, you're, it's so nerve-wracking. Um, and... Uh, and then I'm credited on the episode, but I, I, I found the episode, and I don't hear me in it. I think, <laughs> I think he did my voice, but he was, being, he was cool enough to keep my name in the credits, so I got the money. So. I was going to say, did you get your check? That's so I get thousands yeah, of dollars <laughs> for being fired. So. <laughs> I've never heard, you know, I know a few people that do that stuff. I've never heard of just all the auditions for one line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you know, that's commercial stuff. Like, the, the, uh, I did one line that changed my life, and I did it in my underwear. I, uh, uh, it was an audition. Hey, 
it was an audition for Geico, and the audition was the specs were you know big announcer or whatever like, and I get a lot of those auditions. So, um, so I do the line that way, and then I do a second way that's similar to their specs, and then the third one was like you know I actually feel like it should be this way, like my own take on it, which was I was ripping off the Law and Order guys, so it's um. Uh, uh, Mary is a real Geico customer, <laughs> not a paid celebrity. So to help tell her story, we hired a celebrity. And that's the line. <laughs> okay. And uh, I booked it. It was uh, altogether 14 commercials, two years, uh, uh, three years running. Um, bought a house. <laughs> nice. Was, I finally had that lightning. Thank you. Thank you. I finally had that lightning in the bottle moment. You know, I'd been in L.A. already at you know 25 years at that point. So it was like remarkable. I, I will, So this is what it means when you get a manila envelope mailed to you, stacks of checks, and you count it. I'm like, I just got $10,000. I didn't do anything. It was, it was, and it kept coming. I started to feel like I had, I had like, like, I guess lottery guilt or something. Like I, I don't really deserve all this money that keeps coming to me. Right. Um, and then I got in trouble with the tea party. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to bring up those Geico oh. commercials. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm. You know what? No, I love Geico. I love uh, the advertising agency. The um, um, spacing on it right now. Uh, the Mart. Uh Martin Agency, they're an awesome group of people. Those, those commercials were amazing. It was an awesome line, the awesome voice. Like, it was, everyone knew them. People were talking about Have you guys them. seen these spots? Do you remember them? They used, they had like Little Richard. Oh, okay, cool. Um, uh, who's the movie? Don LaFontaine? Don correct? LaFontaine. That was the most amazing yeah, thing. Yeah, man. Don LaFontaine is in it. And I'm, so I'm doing the, <laughs> the announcing for Don LaFontaine. And I'm like, that's, that's the closest I ever got to work with him. <laughs> that, yeah, and that, that's, I was like, man, as a voice, that must be. It was, it was. Peak, it was know? really sweet. And sadly, he, I think he died pretty shortly after that. So, um, I, I, this is, I didn't plan on bringing this up. I also work in insurance. There were some voiceover issues for the insurance company I worked at as well. So I thought about you. Bird related insurance. (laughs) Yeah. I wrote a whole blog piece about that. You guys don't know Gilbert (laughs) Gottfried got in trouble for making a uh, tsunami joke. Um, and he was the voice of the duck at the time. And so everybody, and if you know Gilbert Gottfried's. You know, he always he is the the epitome of too soon jokes. You yeah, know? That, right. That's, so that's his thing. Why they got and what the, what I think they did is they thought here's a great opportunity for us to get to get more uh, notice. First off, yes, we'll seem like we're on the right side of this. But secondly, now it's a big contest. Who will now be the new voice of the Affleck? Guy? Exactly. Like, I, that, that was a little gross the way they did that. Now I know a lot of their businesses in Japan, and so that's why they're like they had to do it the right yeah. way. But it did become you know, again I worked there. It did become a big publicity. Yeah. You know, thing. And it's interesting. I've heard you talk about where is the line between voice and, and person. And you mentioned the Geico tea party. Oh, well, there's where, this whole concept you know, that apparently if you're, if you're an actor, you're not supposed to have political opinions. <laughs> unless you ru- you're on a reality TV show or you were a 40s film star, then you can be president. But otherwise, don't have opinions. <laughs> really what they're saying is please don't have opinions that are different than mine. So, you know, I love, like, so these people that, like, tell me to shut up are the people that love James Wood's Twitter feed. <laughs> By the way, you ever want to go into Nutville, read his Twitter feed. That Twitter We're feed talking, is... he's still going on about the birth certificate. So, really? uh, yeah, no, he's, it's so sad. And he's like, you know, he's apparently Mensa, high IQ and all of that, but he's a freaking idiot. He's like at cancer. But I think he's super talented and I'd love to work with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it is interesting, like. You know, those Geico commercials, when they came out, with all due respect, no one goes, oh, that's D.C. Douglas. No, exactly. You know? No one knows who the it's, voiceover it's guy is. It's a voiceover person. Which, and you know how you know they don't? Okay, so the, for those of you who don't know what happened, I'll go into it really quickly here, is um, – and it was – I did a stupid thing. Um, I have this habit, which actually you guys might know this from yesterday, where um, I'm uh, – if something angers me that I think is unjust, I have a tend- – I want to I want to do something about it. Yeah. Um, and I used to do it stupidly through anger. Yesterday, I almost did, and I switched it, and I thought it was pretty good. Yesterday, there were the preachers out there with the little camera. Oh, Lord. And the, the oh, no wow, pride yeah. with the thing. Well, I found that if I got 
this close to him while he's doing his thing. Oh, 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 Jesus. Like, oh, 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 like that. So, I, so he'd be saying his thing and I'd go, why does your God need a salesman? Why does your God need a salesman? Like, and it got on his mic and it was like awesome until then. Your the, voice is also considerably better than his also. Well, he was so. like, well, the thing is he's got the thing at crank, rank, yeah, like to distortion yeah. level to hurt kids' ears are going by. And so I was also trying to be conscious of that so I wasn't, I didn't want to like say, I want to buy you, I want to buy you. Um, <laughs> I did do that later. But anyway, the uh, – Wait. As did he's walking by me, I turned, to, I, I turned to the one of the guys and I go, you're hot. I want to take your pants off and just mm. – <laughs> and, he, and he goes, sodomite. I think we got the uh, episode title now. For- uh, oh, so back to the point of that is so, – so they're like – they're kind of like a, a the poor man's version. This is funny. The poor man's version of the Westboro Baptist Church. Um, so those guys way I thought back- Westboro Baptist Church was the poor man's version. <laughs> I know. That's why I thought it was a funny joke. Um, thanks for ruining it. Um, yeah, no. Oh, you, you haven't – Finally! Now you see how it feels! Oh, you haven't heard the show before. Now okay. you see how it feels. Thank you. Usually they – they get on me, DC. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We need you're you welcome. there every week. Okay. I'll give you a key. <laughs> as long as they can get cuddles. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, so what happened? So, I used, like, the Westboro Baptist people, like, I really angered them one time, and I, like, oh, you know, I'll save the story later. So, anyway, I, like, I would call and leave, like, a message or whatever, like, why are you guys, blah, 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 blah. So, not really very well thought out stuff. Well, now, the Geico, uh, excuse me, the, um, the uh, Obama's been elected, and now... I love how they say that they, they're like, we gave Obama a chance. It's like, oh, yes, I remember the little lynching yeah. things that you had. Um, but they were, like, all getting upset about the, uh, the health care thing. But then I heard that this, this group called Freedom Works, which is a, a corporate-sponsored uh, uh, um, gra- uh, gra- uh, astroturf, not grassroots. They say they're grassroots, but they're astroturf. They bust <laughs> in all the people to then uh, demonstrate against it. I don't know if you remember. It was in March, and they were, like, all going crazy when Congress was uh, uh, about to vote on it. And then I heard of some of them – these are the same guys who are out there now at the Nazi rallies. Um, some of them uh, referring to the black uh, congressman uh, with the N-word and then also to Barney Frank as a uh, faggot. And uh, my, that was like – that's my issue because I was um, – I mean I'm, I'm straight, but I like everyone to think I'm bi um, because it's just so much cooler. <laughs> hey, you don't want to uh, – there might be a good opportunity. You don't yeah. want to – Oh, sorry. I, I, I take that back. Yours. I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, in, in, all through school, I was beat up and called faggot because I was mm. tall, skinny, and I liked theater. And so that's like – like once I heard that, like it just flipped a switch in me. I pick up the phone. I look up FreedomWorks phone number. I call them. <laughs> I leave a message, and I said – and, and I wasn't angry. I just I, – first off, I used a character name. It's a character I put in a, a movie and a show and stuff like that named Lance Baxter. <laughs> this is going to go to your point about how all of a sudden I was somebody. So I used the name Lance Baxter. But I left my phone number because I truly wanted somebody to call back and just like tell me. What are you going to do when one of your followers you know, flips a, sc- a screw or something and, and actually hurts somebody? How are you going to spin that? Um, and also how many mentally retarded followers do you have? Um, <laughs> and I said mentally retarded. I did not you know, use the – and I, apparently I know I'm not supposed to – that phrase either but uh it was not that bad and now that you think about it these days so what happened was <sighs> healthcare passes like a couple days later i get a call a week later and uh he said it was some lo- their lawyer from uh, freedom works and he goes is this lance baxter and i went lance baxter <laughs> you know, it's a, i go it's a character i do in a movie i'm like oh is this freedom works he's like yeah i'm like oh yeah i don't need to talk to you now it passed i don't care um, and he goes, I just want to verify that this is Lance Baxter, also known as DC Douglas. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. And then I, I just hung up because I didn't care. Then four days uh, later, I get another call. Um, and again, he goes, I just want to verify this. And I'm like, what? I, don't, I don't need to talk to you. Goodbye. And I hang up on it, whatever. I don't even remember that conversation. Now, what had happened was that day I got a new Geico campaign. I, and I was really excited. 
uh, partly because I'd also just gotten audited by the IRS. I had a horrible accountant, Dion Warwick's accountant, and I and it looked like <laughs> it looked like you know, those of you who know know that's, that's it, your first mistake. Looked, DC, yeah, I'm sorry. It looked like I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was her her, her <laughs> CPA it was a, a reveal reference, but um, I uh, I looked like I was going to owe maybe up to because of all my guy money and I had bought a house, became a corporation, and all of this stuff happened like in this amazing year, the most money of my entire life, and it looked like I was going to owe maybe three hundred thousand dollars and maybe go to prison. I was that scared shitless. And, and all I knew is I, I just need to get another campaign so I can pay this off. And then I got the Geico. So I was so excited. I'm in the studio. I take a picture of the script. Not so you, but I kind of blurred so you can't see the, the lines. But I, I guess I didn't blur it enough. Um, but what happened was is the, that FreedomWorks people were following my Facebook page, saw the post. Unbeknownst to all of us, the uh, Glenn Beck – this is uh, so convoluted, but it'll make sense. It all comes together. Glenn Beck um, had uh, called Obama a racist. Uh, um, and uh, so – uh, Geico pulled their ads from his show. FreedomWorks put Geico on their list. And so when they saw this, they saw an opportunity to go after Geico through me. So what they did is the uh, the head of it, the head of FreedomWorks, Matt Kibbe, you look him up, he's got Wolverine sideburns. Um, <laughs> he writes an entire blog post, and it's posted on, which you all now know, but no one knew it that well then, Breitbart.com. And it was, is the Geico Gecko a Tea Party Crasher? And they posted my phone number, my voicemail, and the recorded phone calls. They recorded the calls when they called me, and they put it all in there and go, why don't you let D.C. Douglas know? Or no, they go, why don't you let Lance back it's <laughs> oh, <I love> <laughs> my husband sweetheart. too. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Daniel, oh, you are Daniel sweet. The... All right, you know, I I need no modifications. I'm ready for you. <laughs> all right, so I'll wrap this story up. I know it gets long. So, um, uh, so they post it there, and all of a sudden. I'm getting like a rash of phone calls and like these messages. And I'm like, what is going on? And uh, and then I see what has happened. And I'm like, you, you mother. So the first thing I have to do is change my phone number. Um, so I change my phone number, call my, uh, um, uh, uh, oh, my agent then calls me. And he's like, yeah, Geico called. They want to know if you <laughs> did a, a phone message. I'm like, <coughs> excuse me. And I'm like, like oh, this is going to blow over in a day. You know, no one cares. And uh so the Geico lawyer calls, and they. I said, "Yeah, it was me. I should have said. I should have said, no. I don't know why they've got this. That's not my voice, but I didn't. I, I, I was honest." And she goes, "Oh, it's no big deal, really. We just wondered." So next day, the phone calls have, have subsided. I'm still getting like random ones, and then uh, a friend of mine, very good friend of mine, uh, who re- never goes out for voiceover, says, "Hey, that Geico campaign you did was it the the Stranger Things campaign?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Yeah, I just auditioned for it." Oh, call my agent. And I go, hey, can oh. we contact them? Let him know. I will change my name. I'll do an NDA. I'll do whatever you want. I don't want to lose this campaign because I think it's going to pay off my IRS debt. That's going to be really huge. And uh, um, and so they contacted them and they said no. They just want to go in a different direction, which is what you know. It's it's their speak to say that we didn't fire him. We never hired him, kind of thing. But they did hire me. Uh, but, but I don't hold that against them. By the way, they they I would do the same thing in their position. So I said, please let them know. And I tried over the weekend to 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 negotiate with them to say i kept sending the stuff back and then finally i said okay let him know if this is definitely if it's definitely dead i am going to uh, i'm going to put out a press release i will not hold the martin agency or geico uh responsible for any of this i just don't think freedom works has the right to go to try to get me unemployed for leaving a stupid voicemail message so um i wrote a little blog i wrote a little uh, a pr web uh um 
uh, release thing. And my name is in there, D.C. Douglas, and I wrote a long blog post that it was connected to that explained the entire story and my political point of view on it. And I sent it out through PR Web, $360. Fingers crossed that some you know, things pick it up so then I'll have positive uh, search results because mm-hmm. all the negative, you know, the, the, the blog circle of hell mm-hmm. uh, conservative thing, they had it on all these things. So you look up D.C. Douglas and it was all this like negative stuff. So I do that. I send it I go to bed. My phone's going off the hook the next morning. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what, what? And it's like my manager, she's like, yes, MSNBC wants to do an interview with you and also Fox and Friends. And I'm like, an interview? What, I, from my press release? Why did I never get this when I do like movies? You know, but <laughs> no, but like now all of a sudden I'm somebody big. And it turns out, I was, I, this is how big I was. I was breaking news on Fox News all day long. Breaking news! They had the banner and everything. And Kelly, what's her name? Was like she. There's a video. You can, you can look this up. Look up DC Douglas Tea Party PSA. I, I have a video that kind of encapsulates all of this. So, but to make to, to kind of wrap it up a little quicker here, because I'm not doing a good job, uh, is that um, it, it became this huge thing. And then I got inundated with all this negativity. And by the end of the week, I and I was like putting out more press releases. And then, oh, and they were calling me Lance Baxter. <laughs> the whole time they were voicemail, you. and I go. But the press release that everybody's going off of says my real name. My Wikipedia page, they changed it to Lance Baxter. And I'm like, come on, look. And, like, and I try to change it. And like, there was all these like, conservative college kids in, in uh, Arizona that were like going, you don't have a right to change your page, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we'll get the information right at least. My name is DC Douglas, <laughs> not Lance Baxter. And they go, and this is what I learned in, in Wikipedia, it's got to be uh, several verifiable sources mm-hmm. or something. And it's not about truth. It's about like, yeah. you know, the majority, majority rules. Yep. Right. And uh, anyway. So by the end of the week, I went on the uh, – oh, I uh, thought uh, – MSNBC, it was uh, uh, Keith Olbermann when he had a show. Um, uh, they had to bump me because uh, <laughs> um, uh, Michael Moore wanted two segments, um, one for each budget. No. Um, the, oh. uh, <laughs> no, sorry. That was actually bad. I'm sorry. And I have, I have sizes. No, don't be a sizes down here. My God. Anyway. <laughs> So uh, so I got bumped for that, but they did a really nice piece about me. Um, and then I was like, Hardball did a thing about me. And then uh, – and so I said, I'll go on Geraldo on the Sunday. And so I tweeted out that I'll be going on Geraldo. To, like, and then FreedomWorks tweets out, um, uh, President of uh, FreedomWorks will be debating D.C. Douglas live on Fox News Sunday. I'm like, whoa. I am not – and then I, I immediately call the people and I go, I will not – be I will not be one of those yelling heads back and forth on Fox oh. News for you. You know, you can interview me separate, but I will not talk to that man. Um, and uh, so then they they relented. And then I had a friend, my friend actually, who auditioned for that thing, came over, and he's also very politically savvy. And I had I had my all I wanted to get tested, so he just started like you know putting me through uh, different questions that they would ask, and I would just you know answer so that I could feel comfortable because it's very scary. I'm an actor, but I'm not. I don't go on TV being a talking head. And uh, and then I went to the studio. That's when I found out that apparently Ann Coulter is very nice in person. Um, that's what the makeup lady said. Uh, and then I went. How she gets you. <laughs> so anyway, did the thing. Um, I didn't get enough positive press stuff, so I took all the stuff and I put the video together and put that out like a month later. That hit big on Huffington Post. And then I got all these calls of support from people. And I kept telling everybody, do not call Geico. Do not call the Martin Agency. I don't, you know, I don't blame them. And uh, But call FreedomWorks. And, um, <laughs> and a lot of people did. Uh, and then, uh, so I put that video out. And then I got all these positive things on the Google search under my name finally. And uh, so all's well that ends well. And oh, and it turned out the Geico campaign. Oh, actually, only paid about ten grand because it was an internet campaign, so it wouldn't have helped me with my IRS. Only, <laughs> and I didn't go to jail for the IRS, and it turned out I only owed one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, whoa! Sure. I know, but I'm down to ten. So, and everything was good. Sounds like it's all good. 
It's, oh, and I got work from it. Yeah, it is all good. I mean, there's some conservative companies that will never hire me again. But like, you know, but now, especially in this day and age, how so? I'm sorry, I get political. I really do. Oh, I don't mind. Check out my car. God darn it! Am I hungover? Why am I talking so much? Check out my cartoons. Um, I've got these fake Trump cartoons. My uh, uh my friend. Uh, uh, They're really funny. Yeah, it's called. If you go to, uh, I think mainstream media, and go to msmbreakingnews.com, and there's nine episodes right now. The last episode, I've got all these voice actors. Mary Elizabeth McGlynn is on there as Ann Coulter. Uh, Max <laughs> Middleman's on it, um, playing um, uh, Milo. Um, oh, yeah, so yeah, we got a lot of fun things in that. Don't you also have a YouTube channel as well? Where that's I on? do. Well, I, I put I put them on YouTube, but I like to. Uh, uh, Keep, yeah, because it's so to... mixed. On my YouTube channel, is also all my acting stuff. So if you go to dcdouglas.com, you can find it there as well under the political stuff. So and it's it's funny. It's one it wasn't even that it was so much political to me. It's just a, a interesting story about how people can try to ruin your career over an opinion and with false information. Yeah, Lance Baxter, like it's ridiculous. It's like you know, uh, and like on Fox News, like Lance Baxter, better known as DC Douglas, to th- millions of people. I'm like really. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, it's, it's just, honestly, like, I was going down the rabbit hole. I was like, I should get this story straight. You know, it's I mean, I'm very hard. I, to, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I but. finally wrote a blog post called um, Cleaning Up After the Circus. And it's this old picture of an elephant with a huge elephant dump. <laughs> <laughs> and I do it as an interview between myself, uh, uh, D.C. Douglas, who was in the, in the situation, <laughs> oh, and Lance wow. Baxter, who comments on why he was there. And it's actually pretty funny. But it, like, it gets all the information finally correct about you know, how they it – really, what it showed me is, is when I hear about other people and stories, like P.B. Herman getting caught masturbating in theater or whatever, it's like you hold back <laughs> – uh, but I shouldn't have brought I that up. That, I'm sorry, it. man. I didn't mean to bring no, it up. No, no hey, I'm it. I'm a huge people. Like, I know. I bet Big Adventure is my favorite movie. Yeah. I'm also like, I you know, say something completely different. Go online A lot of people now. masturbate in theaters. What? Yeah. In <laughs> adult theaters? Like, yeah. If you had to find one of them, those are hard to find. Um, but uh, but now I know, hold off, because the information you're probably getting is way distorted by the media. Um, even media that I thought that I trusted, that I liked, I'm like, they're distorting my story. They're saying, you know, and in, in good ways, I guess, like um, uh, MSM and NBC, that's hard to say fast. Um, they, uh, they, you know, they were positive stories, but they were getting the facts wrong. And I'm like, who's, is no one double, like, even just my name. <laughs> Pretty easy to look up my name. I am um, in one of the articles. I was, it said, um, you know, DC Douglas, whose real name, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that, is Lance Baxter. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It's not. I'm be- after having listened to um, that and that amazing story. I'm beginning to understand why now it's DC Douglas, right? Yeah, and not District of Columbia Douglas or whatever. Oh. <laughs> well, now it's Dragon Con Douglas. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I was a big fan of Dark Chicken. That's what I was going with on the ride up. Oh, Dark Chicken Dark Douglas. Chicken. Dark Chicken Douglas. You can have that. That man. actually yeah. sounds kind of savory du- and uh, <laughs> yeah. All he right. sounds like he's about to come down the catwalk. Yeah, Douglas. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it for. Uh, all right, you know what? Let's, uh, all right, so I want what? What would Wesker do in if he was Dark Chicken Douglas? So let's hear it for. Perform for me, chicken. Dance, monkey. No. <laughs> wow. Hello, Freedom Works. <laughs> I'd like to know. What? Oh, do you see him hungover? I don't know where to go now. <laughs> <laughs> How many of your followers have? Insignificant DNA. <laughs> and I'm very hungover. <laughs> I'm not funny now. But come tonight at 10 o'clock, I will be. Yeah, I'm sorry uh, they put you on this, like, right this mid afternoon. Oh, don't be. No, hangover no, I, panel. 
No, I should have planned better. I, I, there's no reason to be crying with people at five thirty in the morning. So. <laughs> That's the, yeah, I was going to say that's the only time I get my cries out of Dragon Con. <laughs> just like let you know, The cool thing is, is they have no idea who I am. They just thought it was just some guy hanging out at the hotel. I mean, I am just some guy hanging out at the hotel. Yeah, but yeah, it was like yeah. kind of cool that like no video game talk or anything like that. It was all just talking about their experience and stuff like that. How often do you walk around and people are like, your voice sure does sound familiar, and then they actually get something right? Only, only one time. Uh, well, in the 90s, I, got, uh, I did a, several episodes of a show called Boston Common, and, um, and I, it was the first time in my life I got recognized from TV. I was uh, sitting at the bar waiting for my girlfriend to get off and um, at her work. <laughs> I realized I didn't give you all the details there. Um, you could have been helping or something. Yeah, not freak. just waiting. <laughs> Put it on your thumbs. <laughs> well, that would help. <laughs> I was at Marie Callender's where she worked. And uh, anyway, oh, God, that embarrassed me. Um, so, Our but I'm like, wait, done, sir. Yeah. Like these three, three ladies are down there, and they keep like looking over me and all that. And then as they get up, they walk over and they go, "I'm." And the, uh, the character I played was DC. It was it became this running joke for the producers. <laughs> and so they come and they go, "I'm sorry, are you DC from Boston Common?" And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting excited now. And I'm like, I'm like, yes, I am. And she goes, I knew it. And then walked away. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, is that what this is? Well, I don't like this. You just helped her win a bet. <laughs> but as far as the voice, I was um, coming back from doing an episode of Z Nation, and I got my plane got rerouted or whatever. I ended up in Arizona trying to get a, a flight that day to go back to LA because it turned out the other one got bumped. It was like I was like angry, and I'm on the phone, and I'm I'm like surely, and I'm walking around this other uh, uh, terminal, and I'm going, I see here that there's a flight four five four. You're the voice for what? And I'm like, DC Douglas. And I'm like, oh, you recognize me? He's like, no, the voice. And he comes over. He's like, oh, dude, I got to get a picture. Dude. And then he goes back into line to get on his plane. And I'm like, and then I go, and now I'm not angry anymore. And I'm like, I just got recognized for my voice. And she's like, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> so that was, that was that one. It's more impressive that he knew you, your actors, like you as an actor and not just like, you're Wesker. Like just right, yelling right. at well, oh, you. Oh no! Oh, oh foot, funny footnote is then he goes on to uh, Facebook because I met I, I write a post about it on Facebook, a, a quick one, and then he responds and he goes he goes man I loved you as in like I don't know if it was like Snake or something like that from some game I've never been in and I go and I go <laughs> yeah that's not me <laughs> and he went no 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 I met Wesker I knew I knew you were Wesker and like at that point I really don't know if he knows or not but. But you made him happy. Yeah, he made me happy. Yeah. So we were all made happy. <laughs> Meanwhile, my girlfriend was still trying to get off at work. So. <laughs> That's called a callback. <laughs> you know, I, I almost, I do hate to ask this question, but I'm curious. How does one, and a lot of people out here may be interested. Do you really hate to ask I it? do. It's a tacky I mean, question. Do you hate to ask any so. question? Because that's the preface on. for any question. This is, this is my podcast. You know, they come to my they ask. come to my apartment every week and mock me in my own room. Like, well, you we should put on clothes. And sometimes we record it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of people are interested to know, how does someone get into voice acting? Uh, I try to discourage everybody from doing that. I don't want more competition. Um, you know, there's no one like uh, on camera, voiceover, all of that stuff. There's no one way to do it. In fact, and there's no guaranteed way to do it. And and actually, and to be honest, uh, as much as I and I, get, I get to go to conventions and all of that, I um I'm not famous. <laughs> I am not rich. I you know I mean I live in a different li- lifestyle than I did when I was 20. But like I still am hustling for work mm-hmm. every day to try to get another job. That's why I also do conventions. Um and and most actors are like that. You know, a uh, uh, wonderful man, uh, LeVar Burton, I did um, uh, Transformers Rescue Bots with. Mm. And he um, – and I was mentioning 
something about this and like how the hustle never ends. And he turned to me, he's like, yeah, it never ends. And I'm like, but you're LeVar. And I'm like, oh, I get it now. It really does never end. What hope um, do the rest of us for have? Everybody, no matter what level you're at, you're always trying to look for that next job. So I always like want people to know that when they go, I'm thinking about being a voice actor. And I was like, okay, let me tell you about the road. Um, the uh, So, but what I always tell people if they want to, um, uh, look into it, really look into it. Um, the first thing is, is you need, you need to start with acting, acting class. Um, once you, cause it's all about acting, even though you, you don't get to use your eyes per se on, on film and whatnot. And you, sometimes you're just reading off a list of lines and all of that. You still need to have that fundamental understanding of, of, of your being and, and what you can do with it. Um, and then from there, you know, I always like say improv and singing, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and then voiceover class. So you don't, that's like, people just want to jump to voiceover and it's like, well, you're going to be, unless you want to just be like an, an announcer, you're going to want to – you need all of that background. Um, but I also say go to uh, Dee Dee Brad – is it not Dee Dee Bradley? Dee Dee Baker. Dee Baker. Dee Bradley Baker? Thank you. <laughs> has a website called IWantToBeAVoiceActor.com. And he has got um, all the information you could possibly want about the career and the different ways you can do it. I also, on my website, dcdouglas.com, if you go to About DC, there's a beginner's voiceover guide. I wrote it many years ago. Like, if you were, like, say, in some small podunk town and you don't want to leave, you still can potentially have, like, a side business as a voiceover person. It's getting way harder now because everybody is doing that. Yeah, especially um, nowadays, I can say. And there's a whole thing in our industry with uh, Voices.com and buying. They bought the one clearinghouse of auditions called voicebank.net and voices.com is all about making a lot of, I, I shouldn't be, be we're on live aren't we um, <laughs> we can look, cut it you, out. Go, you go you know what go, just google it and you can see the kind of the, there's a little bit of a controversy about it um, and uh, but uh, but like if you're in LA if you're one of the main markets it's not going to affect you as much but everybody else it's going to affect them greatly and what you what had started as a very tight circle of VO people way back in the 60s and 70s, uh, 80s, got opened up a lot in the 90s because of the Internet. And then it became democratized and to the point to where anybody can be doing voiceover. You can be in Chicago, you know, Chicago and recording in, for Toronto, who then sends the files to L.A. You know, you got all of that happening now. But now because there is uh, a company that's coming up and buying up this stuff and it's going to start to squeeze it this way and it's going to bring prices down for what you can make as a voiceover person and that's what's and that's that's a little nerve-wracking um not for like i say my my through my agent in la they have personal relationships with ad agencies and so it won't affect us but it'll affect other people so sorry i'm getting in the the, the weeds uh, on that one hey, and i appreciate your honesty about like you said uh, still hustling and having to work you know it's mm. You know, it's honest, and you know we appreciate. Not everyone. I wanted to balance out that whole story about going getting ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, that was one time. Like, yeah, that now was, now know. my residual checks are for like dollar fifty for my episode of uh, Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have gotten a check that was for one cent. I had heard about other actors who get them, and I finally got my first one cent one. Did you frame it? No, I threw it away. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't. I, you know, I could. You're not rich, right? The, well, the they, they spent forty-two cents to send me a cent. Yeah, <laughs> it's really stupid. I always wondered with uh, voice actors if you have voices that you develop that you never get to use because it it seems like it's more about developing because oh. you sound. Cause I'm like, a hack. Yeah, when I listen <laughs> to you, <laughs> I when I listen to you in a lot of mm. stuff, I can still hear DC Douglas. But then there she are. She just said, "I don't have range." No, no, I, I, I heard, heard it. it. There was a butt. That there was a butt. The there was a butt there. And There's I was always a butt say, there, and you just got to squeeze it. Mm. Just getting ready That's for my show, baby. That's what you're here for. But, uh, but 
I mean, with exception to those extreme, like, you know, like some stuff. But I mean, just like with everyone else, you can see an actor's path. You can see what they do. But I've always been curious if there are sort of um, voices that you develop on your own that you just kind of are like, I have this really weird voice or like I have this like. Right. No, I know what you're saying. And actually, good voiceover actors do that. Uh-huh. I don't. Um, the uh, uh, like because I'm see voiceover was like an accident for me. I um, even though I was always told it, you know, when I was 13, I answered the phone. My mom's best friend didn't know it. Like she's like, Betty's son. Wow, you sound so different. So what are you doing? Are you in school? I'm like, oh my god, she's hitting on me because I sound like I'm the man of the house. Um, no, wait, wait, wait. So, but then what did you say? Like, where'd that go? Oh well, we met. We met okay. at, the, at the gymnasium. Uh, no, um, but. Uh, 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 what was my point? Oh, so it's like, but I came to LA to be an actor, non-camera actor. For me, that is my my dream. And even though, ironically, I'll get paid less and work more for on camera than I do for voiceover. For instance, I can go and do a legal tag on a spot and go work, go in there for a half hour. I'll get my radio rate for that, which is a uh, four forty plus ten for the agent, so four hundred forty dollars for thirty minutes of work or less. Wow. Um, Turn that around, and uh, I get one day um, on a TV show, and I'll spend fourteen hours there, at the, and I'll only get like eighteen hundred dollars or whatever the rate is. It's like, oh no, it's actually it was less then. But anyway, it's like so. And you're like, what's the when you when you look at the numbers, you're like, dude, stick with voiceover. <laughs> I remember I was doing a soap. I used to I do uh, I get soaps a lot, not the cool kind of roles, except Days of Our Lives. I did oh, radar there, there. There was one though, like The Bold and the Beautiful, nineteen ninety seven. So yeah, baby, been waiting for you. Yeah, like, wait <laughs> oh, but what I was gonna say about that. So like, I, did, I was doing a bold and beautiful episode, and there was this, yeah, young, this, is this, the this, one. this young actor who was on, who was a regular on the show. I mean, he has a contract. He's a regular on Bold and Beautiful, and 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 but he's young, you know. And this was like about ten, five years ago or so. And uh, and I'm just. I'm just a preacher in this particular episode. It might have been 10 years ago. Anyway, and, and I'm just playing a preacher. I got my lines literally in the thing there because I'm not going to memorize the Bible. And um, <laughs> why did your God need a salesman? Anyway, uh, so I'm, uh, and I'm there, and he's like, he goes, you got a really nice voice, which they always say. You got a really nice voice, which is like, it's, it's thank you, but I want to be an on-camera actor. Um, and I go, thank you. And he's like, so you do voiceover? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, I really want to get into that. I really got to think about what to do with my career. And I'm like, you're a regular on a soap. You've got you've got the dream I've always wanted. And that soap gig, that's a good gig. Like you're in, you know. It's you're on as well. You're in for a while, yeah. Yes, and granted, it doesn't die. pay as well as you know the the the, the nighttime stuff, um, the or the you know other kinds of shows. But still, it's like you know that's that's the dream. Is you're uh, you get to act every day with your full body, with costumes, looking in the eye of another actor, having that chemistry and all of that. That's the st- that's why when people go, which do you love, voiceover that? I always say the on camera because in voiceover, is, you have the freedom to be anything you want. You know that's that's the ne- as long as you can do the voice, um, <laughs> but you don't get uh, uh, but you don't get to work off of anyone's eyes. You're looking at a script or at a screen, and sometimes you and you most of the time, unless it's a cartoon, you're not even acting with the people. You don't get to hear them. You it just seems get to very hear, polarizing it's, sometimes. It's uh, well, it's isolating, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But in regards to what you're saying about preparing voices, there's there are people like John Bailey. Uh, go check him out. He's the epic voiceover guy. He's my my new crush right now. <laughs> he. Um, He's just phenomenally talented. He listens to voices and just starts creating them. He's got like a like library. Same with Dee Bradley Baker. Yeah. This is a man who has can do every animal sound in the world. You know, you want a chihuahua on fire, you know, with, with ice skates? He can do that sound. And you'll go, that is a chihuahua on fire on ice skates. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm always trying to hustle for the on-camera when I'm not getting voiceover. So I'm grateful. I do a lot of commercial and then I get some cartoon stuff. Um, and yeah, some of my voices are different. You can go down to checkoutbeastars.com and look at my voiceover. I was going to say, you know, you have a really cool website. Um, Thank you. I designed it myself. 
Really? Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, because I, I realized how expensive it was to fix them <laughs> And so many people do not have good aesthetic. In fact, you know, God bless him for putting that I want to be a voice actor, actor voiceover actor.com together. But it's a really ugly looking website. Yeah, I mean, Nifty Angel Fire site. We, <laughs> we got the yeah. flames on ours. Yeah. That's say, so funny. It's like I, I learned how to design my website when I when I started my home studio back in 2002. I was one of the first people to like start like you know doing that and then advertising it. And I I'm like I looked at the cost to, for other people to do the website. I'm like. F no. So I like did my own. I used to do flash websites back when uh, before Apple killed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but those were uh, there. I mean, no, mine were classy. Okay. They were like it was a, they were a nice movie, but they didn't waste your time. And uh, I mean, they were nice for the time. Um, and uh, and then I remember someone goes, "Hey, have you heard about this MySpace? You should start your MySpace page." And I'm like, "Oh, I'll go check it out." And I looked. And I'm like, "This is like the worst way to try to build a website. Why would you even do that? I just built mine in Flash, and it's like a movie." So. Um, yeah, I was on. A, I was in an SEO panel here, and that's the worst thing because MySpace could close. You have Facebook an SEO panel at DragonCon? Yeah, Charles. Did, yeah, can someone help me get my rankings back on Google because <laughs> they have killed me with the algorithm? But your uh, your site's awesome, and there's a ton of different videos and all your credits and characters. It's just fun to go through and explore and watch the clips. And we also have a okay. site. I was just impressed. Like, oh, it does the thing, and you know, it does the. Oh, thing it's actually it has stuff. Yeah. And it does. It will hug you at the end. Oh. I didn't get that Find far. That page though. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get that far. It's uh, at the end of the internet. So obviously tonight again the panel the the zombie yes, ten o'clock Weston Augusta BD. What else? Um, we got a couple minutes left. What else do you have going on? You want to talk about or Let's share? Or what do you want Let's people see, so to check out? So we talked about MSMBreakingNews.com. You should check that out. Um, the uh, the panel tonight at ten o'clock. Um, I got a movie coming out called uh, Smartass. Eventually, should be coming probably. Oh, nice. I don't know about it. Tell us about yeah, that. I'm not, well, I'm, I'm a, I have a, just a little cameo. I, I, I say cameo. They say bit part. Um, hey. And, uh, <laughs> But it's with Joey King and my scenes with her, and it's a very um, – you know, if you like Persona 5, you'll like my character in that movie. And, and it's a featured cameo. Those of cameo. you who know Persona yeah. 5 will know what I mean. Um, yeah, it's a fe- I'm featured, on camera. Featured cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, – <laughs> and um, uh, oh, I, I also did a movie I pitched The Asylum. Uh, uh, I'm really grateful to them. They've given me a lot of work over the years. They got put me in Sharknado 2, the Z Nation I did three episodes of. And uh, I pitched them a zombie movie for the Resident Evil fans. And uh, it's called Isle of the Dead, which kind of sucks because there's a very famous painting and a famous movie from the 30s. So when you try to look it up, you're going to have a hard time finding it. <laughs> but if you go to my website, there's a blog post that has the links to the, the thing. Or you might see it on sci-fi. It's still playing there. It like comes on at random times. Um, the, the other weird thing is they uh, – it's like we're going to do – like I pitched the, uh, the idea for – these two wonderful writers that uh, and director that I work with um, on other films like of Alpha House um, and they uh, uh, so Asylum said yeah since you get the zombie thing we'll do that so then you go into the development and the development they, they you know it just things happen it's Asylum you know everyone knows this and so a lot of the Resident Evil stuff kind of got gutted and uh, sadly so all of a sudden it was just kind of like a generic zombie movie like so why is DC Douglas in this <laughs> like no one cares what DC Douglas is uh, but I it's I have, I have I think my acting's really good in it it's a zombie movie you know so uh, but like now this is the thing that kind of like killed me. I'm like, so they're, they're, they're casting all the other roles. So I'm the b- b- bad guy in it. So who's going to be the lead in a zombie movie on sci-fi? When you think of someone killing ba- zombies in a badass way, do you think Joey Lawrence? Whoa. Because they did. <laughs> he's, the guy's cool. Does he do like a he, cool dance? Every time he kills a zombie, he's like, whoa. <laughs> 
No, he's actually very nice, uh, um, and he does a good job in it. But it's just like it's like all like he, he tweeted it out, and I looked at his, his followers' responses. They're all like, "I love you, Joey, but this angel's going to have to skip that one." <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> for Christian kind of following he's got, and I'm like, "Yeah, they're not going to watch their zombie movie." And then for my daughter, they cast uh, the Mrs. Wife, uh, Maurice Mizanin. Maurice Houlet, Mizanin. Um, she's got she's got like a million followers on Facebook uh, on Twitter um, and a very sexy Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. But she uh, uh, so she plays my daughter, and it was like her second movie ever. Her first one was like Sharknado Three or something. Um, very sweet lady. Uh, but the thing is, is you know I I don't look my age. I mean, she could be my daughter, but if I had a kid at twenty um, or nineteen, but you know. I don't look that age, so you put us together, and it looks it, it looks like I had the kid when I was twelve. So. <laughs> that brings you back to uh, your mom's friend when she heard your voice. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I have a kid with her as well. Um, <laughs> so, oh, so for upcoming stuff, I can't talk about the games. It's all NDA stuff. So, yeah, just the Jackass. Oh, a movie called The Shickles, which is kind of funny. Uh, it is funny. Um, I play a, a, a doofus. Uh, the epitome of your doofus white husband. Um, and uh, Betty, you can relate, can't you? <laughs> Actually, so, you know what? I'm it's sorry, Daniel. I'm about sorry. Daniel. Daniel's hey, never done anything mean in his life. What is your problem? I don't here. know a lot of people here with white husbands, so that was my go-to. I was looking right at you. Who are my white friends I know? So, <laughs> with husbands, yeah. And with Daniel did bring husband. you a drink. So I say, I say white. When you see the movie, you'll understand why I say that. Yeah, in my head, very I'm specific. You I got gotcha. you. I know. I'm picturing you. like golf. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, like, the guy who's got the, the belly kind of hanging out, pulling out a nose hummus, hair in the mirror. Um, that was yeah. me. Couscous. Yeah. And you said there are games coming that you can't talk about, but there's some I, games in the works. And I literally cannot say any of them. Understandable. Oh, hey, there's this thing you can't talk about it. I just wanted to verify you can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Yeah, well, no, he covers no. his bases. Yeah. Yes. You mentioned briefly your Twitter. I would like to go ahead and like really hark on that because his Twitter is really great, you guys, and oh. you should definitely follow him. He's especially right now at DragonCon because he is going around and like he's out and about. And you, I licked some guys' nipples and... last night, and I put no. They're lit, though. I'm glad You'll you said that. Understand why I'm licking them? So yeah, that, yeah, yeah they were like, in there long. He's one of those lucky people, you know. He's always like squeeze it. <laughs> he's with me today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I think I have like the police tweeting me now. Oh, I think I, I was um, arrested, by the way, with those preacher people yesterday. Oh, please tell. The, co- the cop came over to me and he goes, and he's like, like first he's like, hey, hey guys, blah blah. So I keep doing it, and then some woman came up who was with them, but she was pushing me like like that, and I go, I am not touching you. I yeah. am not touching you. Mm-hmm. Finally, he kind of got her away, so I went back to him going, what have you brought to the salesman? And then he comes over to me. But sex, but sex. But he comes with me, comes with me, brings me over. But he said he was so sweet, and he kind of brings me over. And he's like. Yeah, you can't get into personal space. This is your first warning. Second warning, I'm going to have to arrest you. And I'm like, well, what is personal space? He goes, am I in your personal space? And I go, well, I like you, so no, this is fine. <laughs> and he's like, no, this is I'm in your personal space right now. And I'm like, like, but they're in my space with their loud mind thing. And, yeah. I, and then I went, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get <laughs> You're just trying to do your job and all that. And then while he's talking, he's like, oh, wait, the hotel just complained. I get to talk to them now. <laughs> he's like, have a good day. And he walks over there and gets them to move. <laughs> Personal spaces. There's such a gray area. You know? Yeah, yeah. Betty mentioned your Twitter. Can you tell us where we can find where Sorry, we're printing? Yeah. That's my mother's It's your mom's name. name yeah. Oh. You're my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Twitter is. Where DC- we, yeah, I'm sorry. We're finding your Twitter, anything else, your website, all that good stuff. Right, before so we get DC, out of here. DCDouglas.com. The Twitter is DC underscore Douglas. And uh, Instagram and Facebook is uh, MRDCDouglas. And that's for Mr. Douglas. Nothing and, else. And then one more time, Weston at 10? Weston Augusta 10. 
Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for coming out. Thank, thank you. you so much. Give a round of applause. Yep. Where's your website, Tony? Tell them I can uh, show you your can, website. Yeah, you us. can find us at geekversus.com, uh, the Geek Versus Week podcast, and your favorite podcast player. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Geek Versus. Normally, we don't have DC Douglas with us, but, you know. <laughs> Shut but up. Anyway. Don't tell now. him. He's coming I to the apartment. I follow you guys. In my heart I can feel a flutter Memories of you Just float like butter Before I'm just a spandex whore Raised by Alf on the tube But girls still think I'm a goob Love was never meant For an 80s man Love was never meant For an 80s man Nothing can come between me and my mullet Gun fan, a straight guy who dug it. Cause I walk alone in my parachute pants. Aquanet's my girl, my sticky romance. Hungry like a wolf, I'm the tiger. Madonna's no virgin when I am beside her. Got my unconstructed coat to sail on Crockett's boat. Get away from me, you goober! Ow! Lesbian!